0: You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious!
1: Okay, now, um, uh, we've asked, I have asked, um, Peter Sullivan to come into the studio, um, Peter's a friend of mine. I've known him for a while, long time. Yep. And I've um, made a record with him and uh, been part of his uh, stage production of a. um, Stage production of a. uh, I know what it's called, but I was just going to let you into it. But it's (laughs) called Kazali, the musical. Uh, and I thought he, I'm going to read out just a bit of his um, a bit of his history on on the uh, Google machine. So uh, this is who Peter Sullivan is. Peter Sullivan grew up in a musical home with both his mother and father playing piano. Peter played piano, ukulele, and ukulele as well as a double bass as a youngster, and became passionate about playing and teaching music. He developed into a well-respected studio musician and landed the job of musical director of TV's ch- TV Channel 9 in Melbourne. In recent years, he has focused on teaching music, particularly to older students, with a method he perfected called brain train. I'll get onto that in a minute. Uh, The idea of of the method focuses on training exercises that help keep the brain active while allowing students to play music they enjoy. So that's just a brief rundown of Peter Sullivan. Peter, welcome to You Cannot Be Serious. Usually uh, we have um, a couple of people interviewing you, uh, along with Ivan and uh, anyone else that comes, but... um, uh, um, the normal person that's here with us has vacated the premises and we're not sure, uh, probably forever. Yeah. So, um, that, <laughs> and I know you probably know of the person because uh, your musical, Kazali, the Musical, would uh, be about the era, not quite the era, but would be about uh, that person. So anyhow, he's not here. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, great. Thanks for for, start, for letting me come on, Sam. That, it's an honour for a start. Ah, that's and I was going to ask you, where's Don? <laughs> yeah, no, that's right.
1: Don's, uh, Don has, as they say in the industry, Elvis has left the building, and we think he's gone for good. Um, and so we don't know. Uh, so uh, he, um, I know you would have liked to chat to him. We all would have liked to have chatted to him, but he's gone. Uh, so, so Peter, I first of all want to say, I uh, one thing I ever wanted to do is play the piano and I I actually thought it would be fantastic, how relaxing would it be to sit and just play the piano on your own. Mm. I had a piano in a house uh, that I uh, lived in for many years and I never used it uh, but it happened to be in the house when I bought it and the people left it there. And I uh, contacted you one day and I said, I'd like to play the piano and I'm pretty good at most things, I'm pretty good at picking up most things, I just could not do it. I bought a little electric piano, which uh, you put me onto, I had you uh, come up and give me lessons, I did the exercises, I have no idea to this day how to play it. Uh, You said you could uh, brain train, you could teach your brain to do it, I've... You could teach my brain to do anything except play the piano and it's one of my great disappointments Sam, that I could not play the piano.
0: <laughs> How wrong you are. You, you, you've got a, a stumbling block there because um, I've played uh, drums. I've played music when you've been playing drums mm. and, and swing and you can swing. You've got the jazz fields.
1: Yep, I've got all heard that. that. I've can heard play you play the sing. drums, yep.
0: You sing like Tony Bennett when, when we spend a little bit of time and uh, <laughs> that's a fact. But I remember you coming down for a brain train lesson and uh, straight away I thought, well, you're not actually doing it the right way because you're taking notes and you weren't putting your fingers on the keyboard and that's the thing. That would be a good start (laughs) that
1: I was taking notes and not putting my fingers on the right keyboard. That would be a reason why I probably can't play the piano.
0: And I guarantee I can teach you to play... Soulful Struts, two chords, that great tune from Ramsey Lewis and Young Holt, you know, that... You, you, you did all that with me. I did that. But you were making notes and not playing it. I could, I could show you in five minutes if we had yes, a
1: Yes, you showed me and then I got home to the <laughs> piano I bought great and I piano. sat there and I had no idea where C was or middle C or D or the chords. I had no idea well, I, had, I, sh- to I sh- at, <laughs> had to look at the notes. In fact... You did it on video and I watched the video, tried to do it. I have no idea. Yeah. So, 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 so so, that's that. Now, now Peter, okay. <laughs> I, I got you. I, I thought you might have so... I just thought people might be interested in... Uh, you're a very talented uh, piano player I and so. I've, uh, I've had a bit to do with you and I thought you might have some uh, interesting stories to tell us. Uh, we'll get on to Kazaley. Yeah. Uh, well, just while we're on Kazaley. Now, I don't know if many people know this, but... Um, every grand final day, Mike <laughs> Brady gets out in the MCG and sings up there, yeah. Kazali And yeah. I think people just think that um, that's his song that he wrote. And uh, y- you actually wrote the song, or I didn't write it. No, I had well, a lot what to do, you with, you do it? with
0: it. I can tell, you, and that's why I wrote the play, actually, which you talk about. No, um, it was a great period, it was about ni- nineteen seventy nine, and Mike was briefed by Channel Seven, which is in the play.
1: Yep. Now we'll get on to the yeah program, yeah. So I just
0: he. He came in one morning and we were so busy. I was doing a lot of work with him around Armstrong Studios. We would do, oh, it felt like 200 jingles a week. It was well, just well, massive.
1: So, so Okay, okay so I, I, the Kazali, the musical, is about how Kazali, the song, started. So, yeah. in order to, uh, so Channel 7 asked uh, you or Mike Brady to come up with a song to counter uh, the. Channel 9's...
0: Um, come on, Aussie, come, come
1: on. Come come on. The Mojo song, yeah. Because uh, they wanted
0: something to promote the football. yes Because yep. they had the rights to uh, AFL football. Uh, exactly right. It was 1978 and it was still VFL when Ron Casey really wanted a song and it's all about Ron. And uh, they went uh, to a The of
1: boss of the ch-
0: Channel 7. Channel 7, yep. yeah, oh. who I used to live next door to actually and he used to come in we'd play piano together. I taught him the piano. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. laughs> anyway. In Cole Street. At uh, Head Street, Foot and Head Street, Head Street. Yeah, Jeez, Michael, yeah. Don't tell okay. me you're not speaking into the microphone. No, Seriously, you're t- you eight, like eight feet away right. from it. And Paul, go right. on. Remember, <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, uh, okay, sorry, yeah, foot, corner of Foot and Head you know. Street. Yep. Mm. And uh, yeah, and I taught her on the piano. But anyway, they wanted a, a song, and uh, they went to a couple of ad agencies. And Mike was—he was the the business side of our little partnership, yep. and he get the briefs He got a brief to do an ad for Channel Seven. And uh, during the meeting, uh, one of the ad guys, Mike, was chatting away, and he said, "Yeah, oh, you want something like up there, Casale?" And the guy said, "Yeah, why don't you do that?" So he went home, wrote a little tune. Next morning, I'd oh, meet. Hang
1: on, he, he hadn't written. Up. You mean he wanted something like "Come on, Aussie"? You
0: mean? No, 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 no. That the theory behind that, not not necessarily like that tune. They wanted oh, a I song. See. Yep. Sorry. They no. wanted a song to promote mm-hmm. Veerfell, and it was a song. It was a commercial, a one minute brief. So Mike went home and sat up probably at about three o'clock in the morning as he did, writing his tunes. I'd meet him at six o'clock the next day at Armstrong's. He'd play me the song, I'd make a little note of the chords. He'd nick off to go to some more meetings and I'd do the arrangement. And uh, the arrangement was very different to what, how the song was. So that's what my part of the song was. And it was just him and me. We recorded all the instruments and did all the voices and sent it to Channel it, and they, they loved it. And then Ron Tudor, a great mate, a lovely man, uh, heard it because Keith McGowan and Ron was Ron
1: Tudor. Tell us who Ron Tudor is. Ron
0: Tudor started Fable Records, and he yep. was in W and G. He started, and he was fantastic for Australian talent, and he got Brian Cadd on the mm-hmm. road and all that. And he heard it. Keith McGowan was flogging the tune on his nighttime show. Yep. The, the, the one minute ad on three AW. Yep. At, on, at, yeah, that's right. And um, Ron got on the phone. You got to turn it into a two and a half minute, and we. Turned it into 12 minute, And it was the highest selling Australian single ever At that point And uh, we got our photos in the Guinness Book of Records Mike and me And uh, my son took it to school and said Hey, this is my dad And they said, yeah, sure No worries So it was really big But it was called the two-man band Yep Now, then that year Mike got the grand final Which was fantastic And uh, from that point on For the next 40 years uh, My grand finals weren't very happy So... So it was a so who who wrote the actual melody? Melody Mike wrote. And you wrote the words. No, I arranged the tune, I put the big key change, I made I see, it yep, shaped yep. it. Okay. Cuz it was a pretty normal, I won't say so that, it was a good tune.
1: So Mike is a good good friend of mine and yep. uh I, I, but Mike's a, probably a bit um not naughty, but uh, he should just say this is a uh Collaboration. In collaboration with Peter Sullivan, this is uh, up there, Kazaley.
0: Yeah, I think he does that a bit in interviews. And I did do two- 2019, which was great, when I think Collingwood were playing, and I yep. was out in the middle with Mike. Oh, good, yep. That's so good. that was good. That was good. But that was, the, you know, that's great. But anyway, I... And you
1: said that's the, that was the largest selling record... What did you say then? Uh, in
0: Australia, uh, until, up until that time, yeah. And then You're The Voice came and knocked it out of the water. I
1: see. Yeah. Well, let's hope You're The Voice gets knocked out of the water on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all vote no <laughs> in that disgraceful now, attempt up, up to up there,
0: Kazali. Now that where where else has that been played? A- uh, how do you mean uh, movies and, and things like no, that? Uh, it's uh, no, no. It's because um, it. There well, was a very um, famous Collingwood movie. I'm just, I've just Yeah, yeah, the, the Club. The Club. We That's did it. the music to that. Yep, yep. I wrote The Underscore and uh, Mike did a bit of We worked with Bruce Beresford on that. Yep. Great film. Frank Wilson was the Graham president. Kennedy. Graham Kennedy, yeah. So what were you asking, Ivan? No, where else has it been played other than the MCG and, of well, course... Well, it, because of its popularity, it became up there for Sydney. Uh, a few bowling clubs have used it on Mike's... Uh, It's a pretty pliable song, you might say.
1: Uh, So so under licence, he allows the tune, or you allow the tune to be... uh, Nothing to do with me. Now, he'll change the words a little bit to... I see. But just for a sort of friendly gesture. Well, seeing as just... I want to get on to your career and people you've met and people you've dealt with at Channel 9 and all the celebs you've met from overseas and all that. Uh, But the the Kazali, the musical... yeah. this is a brainchild of yours. I've been to uh, several of the productions of it, yep. and it's in infancy, and you're just trying to uh, sharpen it up and make it more professional. But the yep. idea is to show uh, how this was, uh, in, how this came about, the yep. musical, and during it, I can say this: during it, this you play. All the great songs of the era that were made by the famous uh, bands and singers of the day mention who they are. Uh, LRB,
0: Brian Cadd, Jimmy Keys. So they were all recording at Armstrong Studios. And you play this in the musical. Yeah, those uh, songs at the moment yeah. are in because when you're performing in a pub, the, the opera, the licence is covered. But as soon as you get start getting into the more serious, inverted I commas, see, yep. you've got to be careful. So we're not sure how we're going to approach that yet, I, I get you, yep. But uh, thanks to you, you you've been fantastic too. You just come along and, and, and done as a special guest. It's really nothing. helped us get off the road, So I'd like to thank you for that. And you had Rex came in.
1: Rex he, came in I last week. come Wednesday. one day, and he came in he, and filled on, in. And I, I said, "This I, will
0: be interesting." And uh, he had a great uh, he had a great angle because you know how Ron Casey is playing golf, yeah. and he sees ah, oh, there's Sammy Newman yeah. on the ninth. Well, Rex came in in his fishing gear and said that he was fishing in the dam on the 9th. Oh, yeah, good on yeah. So he always
1: thinks very laterally, doesn't he? He, he certainly <laughs> thinks laterally, let me tell you that. So... Uh, and, and now you have and you have Russell Robinson plays the ghost of Roy
0: Kazali Yeah, Rus- and Russell's goal kicking was better than Cazale is average and Russell's a great player. But yeah, he, he plays the ghost and, uh, and... you have some serious musicians that come in and sing the actual songs of the stars of yesteryear. Very serious musicians. You have Steve Wade who toured with LRB, uh, went around America. He's in the show. His sons are just a beautiful singer as well. We have Adrian Scott who was uh, musical director for Kylie Minogue and travelled the world with her for about fifteen years, and he was in the original Air Supply. That's Adrian. Uh, Russell is a great muso and singer, as well as being a great sportsman. Uh, we've got yeah. Who else we've got? We've got some um, Coxie, of course. Yeah, yeah. And Jeff your, Cox. Yeah, yep. and yourself as a celebrity. know uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So. And the idea is to take this on the road in a more professional sense once you've uh, knocked it into shape a bit more or what is the
0: idea of it all? Definitely. We're always thinking and, uh, I mean, you had some ideas that ended up in the script when we are talking about Daryl. You said I should get Daryl and I said, Daryl Cotton, he'd be great. No, Daryl Baldock. Yeah, you know? that's So right. yep. you put it in a bit in the script. You've also written a song in it, That's Golf With Me, which is great. Great song, guys. Yeah, I think I changed one word in it. But <laughs> no,
1: that, that qualifies right. you to say you're, yeah, you get a royalty you're on the that. royalties, That's yeah.
0: what Peter Allen did with uh, the, the song uh, with Christopher Cross, The Moon Over New York City. Oh, yes. Really? Peter just put in those three words and then he was asked, it was nominated for an Academy Award. Oh. There's about five writers, including Burt oh. Bacharach. And Peter was like, well, are you going to come? Of course I'm going to yeah. come. <laughs> Did you ever meet Peter Allen? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. worked with him. We worked with him on the Mike Walsh show, and um, and uh, he is uh, he he very, very nervous. And Mike and I went up. We had a song so about Australia. Nice. Yeah, we had a song about Australia. Mike and I and uh, Peter Allen had a song about I Australia. Still call Australia my home. And we had one as well. And we played both the uh, songs. And the, uh, Mike asked the audience which one they liked, and it's about even. And our song was called You Are Australia and Peter Allen's song was still called you Australia. That? No. no not, that's another Bruce Woodley one that yeah. came later. But we yeah. had a song then. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's in my other musical, Come On, Aussie, Come On. That's yep. a true story. So Mike Walsh asked the crowd which song they liked and give us a clap and both are about equal. So just, just goes to show you how things can go any direction.
1: And, uh, and Peter
0: he, Allen was very funny. He's in the dressing room <laughs> with his sister and uh, Mike said, oh, we'll come, we'll go and meet him. So he went into the, his dressing room and uh, Mike must have been nervous because he said, look straight at Peter, Peter Allen and said, hello, sister. Because <laughs> <Did> he? <Yeah. laughs> Peter Allen was saying, oh, this is my sister, yeah, Jane. Yeah. You know? So that was funny.
1: Uh, I don't think people realise how big Peter Allen <sighs> was when he went overseas and sold out... Um, They had queues around uh, the block in New York or wherever it was on Broadway or wherever he appeared. Yeah. And the bloke – if you watch the Peter Allen story – the promoter in the back of the limo said he could not believe that people had lined up for. I think he did four or five performances. Yeah. and he said, and that was they they lined up around the block yeah. three times uh, yep. to see him, and he was a fantastic, fantastic. star. Fantastic. Charisma,
0: hey, and uh, I go to Rio. What remember when that first yep. came? What a great film fantastic. clip that was, isn't it? Yep,
1: up but not the a piano great voice. With the yeah, yeah. Caracas or whatever they're called.
0: Not a fantastic voice, really well produced. Yep. and uh, Great show. We'll spend some more time, I reckon, Sam. And you you could sound like that standing on your head. I'm serious. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, so, Carnegie so, Hall, so. Hall, what? Uh, Carnegie Hall. <laughs> Who? Peter
1: Allen, Carnegie Hall. I think he might have. Yeah, he did. He did the rock yeah. C- in LA. yeah. Well yeah, done, great. Mick. And he did Disneyland. Remember, they did the fortieth or thirtieth anniversary, and yeah. he led everyone, led the whole parade down the street. Not a lot. Of yeah. People. And yeah, married right. Liza Minnelli. Yep, that's yep. right.
0: Yep. He worked. With Not the sure they ever consummated the marriage, but he married her. <laughs> but he was in a duo too on Bandstand in the yeah, Bandstand days, and yeah. I can't think what they are. Chris Bell. Yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. So, so now I'm just going to just indulge myself for a minute. So. I was asked, just when the footy show was sort of started, um, uh, I was asked by someone approached you or a record company said, would I pick out yep. my favourite songs? Yep. Uh, not to sing, but... Uh, and we had to see if they were copyrighted or they were allowed. So we had... Um, Little River Band and we had Leo Sayer and we had anyone who had left their songs or you did all that yeah, or you worked out... It
0: compiled f- all the songs.
1: That's right. And name, the, the deal was that I had to sing on two... I had two to sing them. two tracks. One was I've Got You Under My Skin and the other one was... was witchcraft. Uh, witchcraft. So um, I, I say to people I've sang on uh, songs so we went down there and you... Uh, how you got me to sing like yeah. that because I sometimes just... To friends say, "Who do you reckon is singing this?" Yeah, and, uh, and it is—I um, actually sound as I can sing. Yes, and definitely. You, and it wasn't—it wasn't a trick. It wasn't you didn't enhance my voice or anything. No. But you persevered with me and told me how to not breathe, but how to when to, to emphasise the songs and take it easy and don't try yep. too hard. And, And um, if you listen to them, no one would ever believe that I'm uh, uh, singing the songs.
0: They sound great. And that's what we tried to do a couple of years later. We had a live band come in and I did it. It was fantastic. And and, uh, you told me yourself that you can play that when you're out in your boat with your mates and you'll put a bit of... Play some Frank Sinatra and York two will come on and everyone just whistling along. Right, along. Yeah. Don't Don't pick them at all. And
1: that's uh, so, uh, not that I'm trying that's to sound like, sound like Frank Sinatra. So then we tried to <laughs> re, reproduce it again or uh, resurrect it. Yeah. And I was just couldn't do it. What did we try and do? We tried and, to sing some other songs. Yeah, and, and, and I, I couldn't do it. I just, I don't know what happened then. I don't know what happened. But
0: I'd like to do, I reckon we should just do <laughs> one, Sam, again and, you know, I don't charge you. I just want to see a really good result. In fact, I was going to say, uh, you've got uh, You Can't Be Serious. I know she played some music that's in copyright. Why don't you write your own theme? And I've got a couple of ideas for You Can't Be Serious. Like, you could go... And you can write the words, you can't be serious. So we should record, you write the words, like you could have Me something, write the words. well I can jot some out, you could have something like, um, the point poets are higher, my shoes are on fire, you can't be serious. I I there, so. Mick, yeah, you yeah, keep I love well. Writing. well, you love writing, love do it. you?
1: love it to death, yeah. What, what, right. I, what have I got to do? Put three words. I have got to get three <laughs> words in for some royalties.
0: Well, it's probably best if Sam and I uh, keep the song because we're going to ha- have to split our royalties. Sir. Yeah, that's just,
1: uh, <laughs> okay. So, so you, you were the musical director of Channel Nine. Now that's a pretty big gig to get, isn't it? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you did you do that before? Or what was the man who used to Jeff run the Harvey. band, Jeff Harvey? Well done. Well, he was he was Sydney, and I was the Melbourne. Oh, one. I see. Yeah. And, uh, so tell us some experiences that uh, people you met and dealt with from overseas or locals who yeah. were good to get on
0: with or yeah. gave you a hard time or were petulant or <laughs> bit uh, testy or what? Well, you didn't have really much time because it was so... Every was, day? Uh, seven, five days a week? Did well, you it do? seemed like every day. We did Thursday night with Frank Holden was the one, the IMT. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ernie, which is a different story, which yeah. you did – that was every day of the week. That's but right. But that was just me playing a bit of piano for the artists that had come in. There were some funny stories. But the IMT night one live, that's when you uh, get a little bit tense. You haven't got time to think. We backed Patula Clark and Wayne Newton and they'd all come in. Their charts would be in the wrong key. And then Kenny Rogers came in one day unexpected and Craig Campbell, the producer, came running up, ''Play something!'' play something <laughs> as he just walks on stage and uh, I pointed to the guitar player play something yeah. play some- <laughs> all those things live television you know yourself yep. you're a master at it but uh, uh, you, you came on the footy show yeah a yeah few we, times. we yeah. had a, a live orchestra we then did. we had and I got my mate who had was conducting the north melbourne symphony and I thought, oh well, do Channel 9 a favour, this will save him some money. And we arranged all the footy songs and I was conducting them. And I think Eddie said at the end, why have we got the Melbourne Symphony? <laughs> Which is fair enough, yeah. but uh, I didn't think you wanted to spend that much money, you no. know. <laughs> but that was great those days. So, so when, when you said you got uh,
1: Kenny, so people would... Come in on IMT. Now that was obviously
0: long after Kennedy. Yeah, this is our '86, I guess. Yeah, or later, later actually. Frank Holden. Yes, Frankie Holden.
1: And um, and you would have to just off the top of your head play songs that you knew those people sang.
0: No, No, I'd 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 spend two two or three days writing all the play ons to suit the artist. Yes, I see. And and we'd run them. We'd rehearse everything in the afternoon for about an hour, and then just go live to air on the night. So. And you'd have all different everyone would come in Wayne Newton was a hero of mine because I remember seeing him on uh, Bonanza when I was about ten when he sang Scarlet Ribbons round the really? campfire, yeah, and he was just fantastic, and he was great when he came on he they, they everyone was sort of pretty friendly and nodded and. and, did and said, you oh, like,
1: chat to them or again you just don't
0: get time they do their bit and they go and you know we'd usually go over the pub me and Mike McColl Jones and stay there till Tuesday you know (laughs)
1: and it was tough to deal with (laughs) tough well they're not here they're probably overseas so who were some of the celebs that were (laughs) tough or a bit testy or
0: they're all a little the overseas ones are a little bit on edge George Benson was uh, how many times you gonna run that man that's just when they're trying to get the cameras. I see. We've yeah. done it once. You know, so he, he, they, they, well, it, all that sort of stuff. And you think, oh, they're a bit rude, but uh, that, they're all right. Uh, uh, George
1: Benson did a great song called Sunrise uh, with uh, Chet Atkins. Oh, fantastic. Fantas- yeah, I, that, that yeah. Fantastic song. So yeah. that's a long time ago. Chet yeah. Atkins had not been around for a while. No. Probably the best guitarist ever. Jeremy yeah wins. fantastic. Uh, Tommy Emmanuel plays pretty much Yeah, Tommy Emmanuel and cool. I know they say uh, 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 the uh, the bloke who uh, the bloke who uh, used to smoke dope, what <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, I know. know. Willie Nelson no, 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 Johnny Cash no uh, Jimi Hendrix Jimmy thank you <laughs> Ivan <laughs> I don't know, they say they're great uh, guitarists, but Chet Atkins was, uh, yeah, I've I watched a lot of Chet, of all the old country and western, or yeah. I think they just call it country now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so George, I remember George Benson. Great player too, great musician, yeah. George Benson. And who, who, so impre- cool. who, who of all the people you met impressed you to be really good at their craft, uh, as opposed to those who just fudged it and got through?
0: They're all they're all pretty good because they've got to that level, you know. Would, yep. They they really don't want to make fools of themselves, so they they come very well prepared, you know. I can't really. And really what, think. what
1: other engagement What other, where else have you played and been uh, been uh, um, engaged to uh, play at? And yeah, well, when I had
0: the and big band with uh, Bobby Valen- Valentine? I yeah, saw Bobby Bob- Bobby yesterday actually. We uh, we used to do all the big openings. When the uh, Sofitel opened, we'd do the Grand Open, the Park height with Max Moore. We did the opening that night and, uh, gee, heady days. We we had a 25-piece band at the Chevron in about 1975 wow, Chevron, when yeah. it was called Tuxedo Junction was the night and everybody would go in their uh, dinner jackets and I had the white dinner suit and Ricky May used to sing with yeah, us. Yeah, the
1: late Ricky and May. And he's
0: fantastic and he used to come in and sing it. Commercials. He was – in fact, we had a restaurant together, Ricky, me and Pat Hanna, the great piano player, Bookie. We had a radio show, lovely man, and we opened a restaurant in Carlton called Bangers. And uh, we specialised in 48 uh, varieties of sausages. Oh, yeah. And Pat was a piano player and I was a piano player, so hence Bangers. And uh, the food wasn't – well, I, I didn't know whether it was or not, but uh, Billy Field would come in and Billy, play. Yeah. We did a commercial of Ricky getting out of a limo and walking, hes this baggers? <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh And Ricky did all that to help us along and... Um, Used to get a lot of people stopping about two o'clock in the morning, thinking it was a brothel. You know, who was the (laughs) who was the bloke that
1: uh, that John Newman used? John Newman used to run a a, Tiki and John's. uh, Yes, and who was the bloke who sang all the good songs, sang couple with Graham Kennedy? Oh, famous. Not Jeff. Yeah no, why no, no. oh, can't I think of his name? So well known name, um, Roland Bono? No, no. He, he, he died. He died. Matt very, Flinders. Very no, 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 well before him. Al Stein. No, I know, I know all those names. Yep. I was just wondering if you'd met, met, Jones. met him. Now, talk about Bobby Valentine. Now, you know um, Bobby Valentine and I took uh, Whitney Houston's place when she uh, sang one Played. performance at the Crown. Yep. And then she went down to Fidel's and got on the <laughs> Bolivian Booger Sugar and started smoking cigars and said her voice was no good. And everyone had turned up for the second performance at The Crown and uh, Lloyd was sitting there and they said, Whitney Houston is not appearing and Bobby Valentine and I were in the audience and Lloyd said, please, would you stand up and sing to someone? So Bobby got up and I got up and we sang. I sang with Bobby Valentine. and uh, we, uh, Lloyd, never could thank us enough for <laughs> yeah. saving the night. Eh? Un- unrehearsed? Unrehearsed. Yeah. We just got bang. up out of the seats. Oop. And uh, the, they said, you better come up. And I just <laughs> got up and opened my mouth and shut it. Uh, didn't sing much. Well, you'd <laughs> know all those songs. Like, yeah, all, all the those stuff. And, right, and Bobby Bob them knows them inside and out. Un- he's and people are like, uh, we didn't take the place of Whitney Houston. Well, we did. But people thought it was fantastic because yeah. they thought, well, at least they could have all just gone up and walked ha- home because yeah, yeah. there was nothing. On, so. Yeah, uh, so that was my, what is that bloke? Come on, what's ah. his name? The li- little man who sang with the not boys. Tom Burlinson. No, know. little no, man. Who's, um, Tom Burlinson was good. He used he's to do great. the
0: Frank Sinatra stuff. Yeah, yep, he's very good. Yeah, Um uh, I'm trying to think. Of, did he Smacker Fitzgibbon? Oh, Smacker, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah did yeah, you of did ever
1: come across Smacker? Now just sort what of a performer that. he was. He was great. Great mates the... with
0: Ron Tudor and Bill Armstrong. they, in fact, he used to record with Ron. You know, down by the riverside. That's right, down on his so, banjo, yeah. So,
1: of the Australian artists, and uh, well, I'm I'm about your ill, probably a bit older than you, uh, a couple probably, of years, probably a lot older than you. I can but rem- all the great uh, the, the Skyhooks and uh, uh, Stevie Wright and the what was he in the I can't remember the all Stevie the Stevie in the board and the and Easy Beats, Easy Beats. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, who who are the great Australian bands or Great Australian artists well, that I reckon you you were familiar with
0: yeah, Vander and Young were really good writers. They just had something they'd copy a lot of classical tunes. It'd been Friday on my mind, for instance. Yeah. So so who sang Friday on my mind? that beats. was the Easy Beats, easy beats yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is great song. Um gee, some of the, the I played on the Skyhooks album when they when they first made it, and uh, didn't think that was going to be as big as it was. It was huge, huge. Yep. I used to play on John Farnham live albums about 1974 at Armstrong's, and Jeff Hales would be conducting. Yeah, and John would be smoking Kent cigarettes, and he would just nail every vocal like he was he was freaky and still is, and I think he's got some studio time booked. Coming up John Farnham Yeah I think so So let's
1: keep our Fingers crossed So Nat King Cole Used to smoke heavily Because he said It made his voice husky Yeah And that's why he smoked Uh, He thought it was uh, Good for his health But But he he smoked heavily Because he uh, Made his voice husky And gave him That sort of sexy uh, Velvet sound A lot of
0: of guys Like that Ron Lees Who I still back Ron's 84 now But still singing fantastic He was a big smoker For exactly that same reason He had a beautiful Tenor voice
1: and no, we went and saw a lot of the great artists still. Um, we went and saw Russell Morris. Yeah, great. Down at uh, all those, all, all so those
0: great, great real Great story thing. with uh, Clive Palmer backing Russell for his symphony yep. and uh, paid the fees because it costs, you know, a hundred grand you could look at to uh, to set it up. And now it's set up. It's going really well. And so I, I saw Brian Cad three days ago in uh, – well, actually, he had – He's not very well at the moment, just before he got ill. And I said to Brian, Brian, we need to get an orchestra together and you need to do some concerts. He said, great, let's do it. So I'm going to work on some arrangements and try and do the same thing that Russell's doing.
1: All that, those old those old songs and the, the rock songs are fantastic. Yeah. you ever go to the, ever go to the um, Nostalgia Night or they put them on, uh, uh, all those great artists like uh, LRB... Yeah, I did um, all their
0: – they're funny. I, I, I did three of their albums playing piano and, um, you, you know, you'd hear a song like Lady or uh, – uh, oh, they? so be Reminiscing. Reminiscing. Actually, yeah, I, I started playing on that. I didn't end up playing it. It was a long story. But you do 500 takes. So uh, help is on its way. Oh, yeah. You play – You'd what think, a song that is! Fantastic song, but you'd be in there with the rhythm section. There'd be Derek on drums and uh, George on bass, and I'd be playing piano. You'd spend a week, and they go tape four hundred yep. and forty nine. Let's and you would try and do the same thing, yeah. and uh, then they would probably end up going back to tape one and <laughs> using that. But that's so, how it so
1: worked. Peter, I, you're very clever at. Uh, right. I know you wrote some golf songs. Yeah, uh, we did.
0: Yeah, wh- who, you and me? No, I didn't. Yeah,
1: know. Yeah. No. Um, Life is like a game. Of I sent golf. it to you. Your did work's
0: you worked real hard. Did to Improve you yourself. What? I sent it to you. I thought you might have had. T- I sent it to your phone. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I can play it over. Oh, okay, here. great. Hang on. I, I, I will. think you put the line in. Take it. Have a Bex. Have a good lie down. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I, I did, I did nothing. What, what, no, I, you did. I, sir. I did nothing. Um, so how do you sit down? How, how, to sit – I don't know if it's the people who sing it or the people who arrange it or write them, it, 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 like Lerner and Lowe and uh, all the people who uh, put do the melody or the words. What What's more important, to find the melody? How do you do it? You sit down, do you got to get in the zone to do it or, yeah, you're have, sort a or no, have a couple no, of drinks or have a joint or well, something? Or not, not really. You it, that,
0: your brain sure. gets excited when you're sitting down to write a song. And it doesn't matter about the words. usually a, a melody will infer some lyrics and um, – like on the my end, you know the uh, the uh. you can't be serious I was thinking da deem da 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 ba deem da da da, you and I'm thinking. Well, wh- how could you phrase that? The goalposts are higher. The shoes are on fire. <laughs> Boy, you can't be serious. Uh, where, where did you send me that thing? I sent it to you, oh about three days ago to your phone. To my phone. Yeah. All
1: right. I'm going to get it here while I'm doing it. Yep. Here we are. Oh Jesus. Here we go. Great tune too, by the way. Here we go. So <clears> I've yep, just go. found this. This is now this is a golf song, is it that you wrote?
0: Yep. You, you and me. And you're singing it. And I sing it. You're singing it. Good song, you, so not you, bad.
1: So, so you wrote uh, about four verses to that, yeah. And I remember coming down <laughs> and the singing. I, oh, yeah, I said I haven't sung that correctly. He said, "We'll do it again." And we that took me, uh, and I that is how long? How long did that, it take? Oh, we did it, it a that few long. times because I'd have an hour to spare and come down <laughs> and you we'd try. Yep. Uh, but. Everyone does you, it like you, that, though. Yeah, right. That, that is a ca- – not because i not – got someone to sing it properly. That is a really catchy song, that, it about is. golf. Yeah. And uh, when you consider there's uh, not many songs written about golf and no. it's an uh, extraordinarily popular Western – well, not
0: Western sport, all over the world. Um, I remember asking you, Sam, I say, Sam, if we can get this to Greg Norman, we're going to have a worldwide hit – and I thought, well, Sam knows everyone. Of course he's going to know Greg Norman. Yeah,
1: well, I, I don't know Greg Norman. <laughs> yeah, well, I do know Greg Norman, but I wasn't sure how to get hold of him. Uh, but that, that is, there's the, some very clever verses in that about golf. And uh, how did you sit, how, how, what, how do you come up with the tune? And just, how, how do you think about that? If someone asked me to write a song to come up with a tune, as singers I can't play the piano or tinkle around with it, I'd have no idea. It's an extraordinary
0: talent. But Sammy uh, uh, Khan, who who wrote for Frank Sinatra, yeah. his songs, he used to write the words first. Yeah, everyone's wrote. different. And sometimes it, you do, I do, all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you generally just try and get a feel and a click and a rhythm, you know, and so it's, it's just starting with the bones, basically. And then things just start adding and then when you actually get around the lyrics, you start concentrating. Oh, that's good. You know, and so you get a real but, kick. But you'd
1: know. have to... Be able to play the piano in order to tinkle around, nah. and find keys. John
0: and Lennon and Elton John quoted John Lennon saying, uh, "Well, every every song's just about three blind mice anyway," and you think, um, "Love, love, love, yeah. <coughs> 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 three, Lady Madonna, <coughs> Desmond had a barrel in the market, yeah." So just start writing Three Blind Mice, Sam, and you'll have a song, you know. True. <laughs> it's to play. I'm sure it's got to be a bit more complicated than that. You don't have to sure. move your hands to. Well, no, it's, one, a, too. It's, a,
1: <laughs> a, it's a fascinating thing. And you uh, – so what What are you going – what's your next – what are you on – you're always – I know you're very diligent and <laughs> always uh, proactive about doing stuff with music, and you play it um, – you, you – you, you, Freelance
0: stuff. Yeah, at, we do. Uh, I play at the Arco Bar, which is Sundays. We do Ramsey Lewis jazz down at the yeah. Arco Bar. You know, you know, Franz down there who yeah. runs it, and I play with my son and his son. Yeah, so it's my grandson. So, so I was, at a, I
1: was at a. Where was I the other day? Where, where was it the other day? I was at a function up in a. Uh, One say where it was, but I was up at a big function as a bloke playing on the piano. And it was the most unmelodic. It just played. It I, I, just played notes. He was obviously a great piano player, yeah. and it was not was. It was like um, uh, it was like classical music It had no melody or nothing. It was just tinkling in yeah, the background. Yeah. And I thought. I said to the person I was with. I said, wouldn't it be great if he actually played something like yeah. a from the old standards that people could resonate with? It was just actually in the end, it was annoying. Yeah. To ha- Thro- throw just my tinkling in the background.
0: Please throw my hat in the, uh, my name in the hat because uh, that's the stuff I love doing. I know. I played at your fiftieth with you Bobby and me, and yep. we sang all the or he we sang did. Frank Sinatra. You got up. I think you played no. some kit oh, with no, us. Oh no! Please don't tell yeah, me I up. Last
1: century. Yeah, yeah no, that's <laughs> right. What was last century, Mick? Your fiftieth. Of course, it was. <laughs> last century, <laughs> was easily last century. Can I ask you, Dr... Uh, speaking about, for Dr. God's sake... Dr. Come on, Don. Dr uh, Edelston, what did he have to do with music?
0: Uh, no, never actually met him. He's a no. pretty flamboyant sort of guy and uh, I don't know much about him. In fact, no. we when we went up to Sydney, it was Bob Hawke who was there when Mike did Sydney Swans because because became up there, the Swans, and Mike and I went up and sang it on the Sydney cricket ground yep. And they used that song to open the Sydney yep. for Sydney when they first opened. Mm-hmm. Bob Hawke was there, and he came the get on the yeah. bar and he was fantastic. He's in my play, you know, because yeah. a lot of the anecdotes, the true stories go into my so what, play. So what, what, what's this play? This is not Kazali the, this the musical. The, this this is the sister play called Come On, Aussie, Come On. Yeah. And uh, it's about uh, Packer and Mojo and come, about and is the that, song.
1: Is that, uh, has that been? The
0: whole story. No, I'm trying to get to You're this.
1: just, just devo- developing it?
0: And I'm trying to get to people, because this is the summer one, Kazali's the winter one, no one. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Aussie, come on
1: and when Kazali uh, the musical what what are what your plans for that because if for no other reason just the the songs that are played in that era yeah. are just great to listen to cuz yeah. they're played by live played by the great musicians the guys that, that you playing. mentioned before yeah. and uh, it's entwined in how Kazali was uh, the came into being yeah, with Ron yeah. Casey and Seven trying to get Knock off! Um, come on, Aussie! Come on! from yeah, that's Channel Nine.
0: Exactly right. And I'm trying to get it. I've spoken to the carol liker in Wingwood, but they all want a fair bit of money up front. So I've rung. Uh, I'm going to let that go. We have spoken to Whitehorse, but I rang Billy Brownless. I've left him out about uh, five messages with Billy's sons. So I think they're his sons, and say, please, Billy, give us a ring. I've got a great idea, and he, and he, you can be in it because he could in Geelong do your role playing yep. it, but I can't get onto him. But well, uh, I'll, I'll keep I'm trying. Sure I'll get can you on to him. I'll yeah. get you
1: on him.
0: Um, uh, well, that's… that's st- sort of places, though, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, come on. Now, anything else you can tell us that we'd be interested to know about the business you're in?
0: Yeah, well, it's… Uh, <laughs> it, you never stop, uh, never stop working. I've just written another play called… And I'm going to do it with Angus. Angus Birchall, yep. who plays with John Farnham. Yep. Angus is a fantastic drummer. Yeah. And uh, you've written another play, Another right? one, yeah, It's, it's extraordinary. <laughs> called uh, Banjo uh, and Henry about Banjo and Henry Lawson mm-hmm. in put down at Port Fair at the old Caledonia, the stump in 1962. Yeah, I, I know when surfing was... just starts, and they're in the bar, haven't you? And you've drink.
1: written, re- developed all, it, and
0: written it's it all how, done. Do you,
1: where, how do you come up with all that, mate? You must, it's just just, a, just, just <laughs> it's, it's amazing it all is. the time,
0: yeah. I just, it's such fun, it's just, I don't know, it's just such great fun, you know. COVID helped with Kazaley and uh, those two, because a lot of people did a lot of work. So
1: this is is nothing really to do with you, but what is the biggest, uh, who is the most successful Australian, is ACD, uh, who is the most successful Australian group? Would it be ACDC? Would it be LRB?
0: LRB, both of those are huge overseas, really. LRB are huge and it's
1: what uh, I, what about the BG? Uh, the BG? Oh yeah, well, were I, they considered Australian? I suppose they. Yeah, are, yeah. Right? Well,
0: they started out a bandstand about 1962. We always used to watch them. They went over to England, just got into the sound. In fact, uh, the lead singer, Robin. Uh, now, yeah. who's the lead? The, the oldest, Barry. Barry? Yeah, yeah, Barry yeah, ba- Barry's the oldest. Yeah, he just, he's the only
1: one left, I think.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he was recording one day, and he just decided to try this high voice. Yes. And th- uh, he didn't even know he had it. It was sort of a falsetto voice and that became the sound of the 70s with all the disco stuff.
1: And uh, here's just a trivia question. Do you know how the BGs got their name? Yeah,
0: I remember that. I can't You'd remember. think
1: it'd be Barry Gibbs or Barry Gibbs. But yeah. But yeah. it was Bill Gates who really? got them together. Really? And he said, we need a name for the group. He said, well, let's call them Bill Gates Group. Not so not v Bill Gates. No no no, 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 no. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. no, not no. Yeah. he was a record man. Can't the, remember. So that. they called him B.G.'s, Yeah, and initials of Bill Gates. Isn't that funny? Yeah. It is. Uh, now, uh, so who is the most impressive? Uh, who is the most impressive artist you've come across, Australian or? Um, oh
0: boy, 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 boy. Uh,
1: who do you it, like listening to? Girl? Uh, what about the women in uh, the industry? Some, some Yeah,
0: yeah. Rene Gaye was Rene, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. And uh, just amazing voice. There was a girl I was listening to called Pippin someone on uh,
1: – I can't think of a name. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyhow, anyhow, yeah. And, uh, you know, just the Glenn Sharks are just so individual, Glenn, you know. Sorry, beautiful yeah. voices. Billy Field I loved. He wrote some beautiful yeah. songs. Uh, Bad Habits and Blaine Freddy knew that. What a beautiful song that yeah. is. And that's in the – musical in, uh, in the uh, Come On You Come On, because Mike Walsh show is in it and Russell Robertson's going to play Mike Walsh and Billy Fields come on, comes on and the New Zealand girl who sang uh, yep. Reet Petit, yep. Dinah Lee, yep. and uh, but they're, they're, they're great old acts. I go more back to the 60s because with your music you tend to go back to the songs that you grew up with yep, because they've made so much an impression and that you remember everything and that's why... I still listen to Ramsey Lewis, you know, the in crowd and yeah. that groovy jazz. Fantastic. I just, and love it, love it.
1: So with all this, Peter, just to finish this, uh, yeah. all this costs money and uh, to get these things up and running and to get the artists and to get that studio time and to uh, – how do you fund it? Do you, do you, do you go crowdfunding or crowdstrike or whatever it's called or do you – how,
0: how no, do you no. get people to sponsor – uh, to sponsor well, – how do you I've no idea,
1: raise the money
0: to do No it? idea. And the guys that have been doing it, we've done a couple of shows where we didn't make any money and you, you've kindly offered your services to get us off the ground a bit. I actually could pay them after we did the Shirley Burke Theatre. I gave all the guys some money. We just divided it up. I haven't given you your I, money no, yet. No, you don't have to give me any Well, money. that's good because do oh, none I don't do anything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do anything. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I don't do anything. So you just have to uh, – take it out of your own funds and hope, yeah. that, uh, hope that it catches on and uh, you get repaid uh, <sighs> when it becomes a success.
0: Well, David Robb came along to the nighttime yeah. and loved it, loved the show, and, and he said, so you've got to do something that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. He really liked it, obviously, because he's there yeah. here and he worked yeah. with Ron Casey. Everyone. And I said, well, I David... Was, I was there that day. Yeah, yeah. David came. Yes, yeah. that's right. And... Uh, I said, David, meet, mention it to Jerry. Jerry might want to back yeah, a good Jerry. Aussie mu- musical, but I think he's probably got a lot on his plate, you know. Well, but he's into that. He Didn't yeah. he bring out,
1: that's Jerry Ryan. Yes. Didn't he bring out the, um, the, the the what was that called? The, yeah, the,
0: the pre- Monsters, prehistoric. Yeah, thing. that was a huge success. In Broadway and everything. Went over, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, about the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mechani- I went to that show. Did yeah, mechanical dinosaurs. It was extraordinary. Yep. it was very well
0: done. Well, this is real Aussie stuff, you know. This yeah, is I know, true yeah. stories. So,
1: well, uh, Peter Sullivan. It's um,
0: thanks f- for having fascinating me.
1: Fascinating to talk to you. Any uh, anything else you'd like? I'd to like to say hello to Mike.
0: Great mate down at the Bowie Footy Club, Andy Sheldrake, and you guys have spoken about Andy before. Have He's we? A local. Well, I think. Uh, that you were asking about his name, Shell Drake. And I think Don might have said, that's a strange name. So Andy's become a local hero. Well, he always has been, actually. He's played about 1,900 games at Morris Footy Club. I see. The Sharks. The Sharks, that's it. So I had to say hello to Andy, Sam.
1: All right, well, this is Make Peter Sullivan, a musician extraordinaire. Uh, failure with me, trying, playing <laughs> the piano. We'll get there. Uh, we won't probably <laughs> ever get there, but uh, thanks very much for coming in to You Cannot Be Serious. And if Don was here, he'd probably say it was great to meet you and speak with you. I think so. All think the so. best.